Hey, podcast listeners, it's Chris for Two Funny Mamas. Sherry and Kim are off today. It's Sherry's birthday, so if you can, shoot her a happy birthday message. We're throwing out a best of of the last 49 episodes today, gearing up for a big Two Funny Mamas 50th episode next week. Thank you so much for the support. Be sure to get tickets to the upcoming live comedy show, rushticks.com slash Mamas. You all are the best. Thank you so much for a great 49 episodes. Hello, everybody out there in the Etherland. Welcome to Two Funny Mamas. I am Sherry Shepard. And I am Kim Whitley. This is really exciting because this is our first um, venture into podcasting. So if we make a couple mistakes, like two mistakes or 12 mistakes, please give us a little bit of grace because we're learning as we go. Right, Kim? Yes, yeah, like picking my teeth. I feel like something in my tooth right now. I feel like Is you that... should have eaten before we did the podcast. I did. I just didn't get the brush because you always rushing me. Well, I just have to say the podcast was supposed to have started half an hour ago. I was here a minute before the half an hour because I like being okay. on time. You like because Barbara Walters changed I work, you and made you. I was a co-host on The View for seven or eight years. One of the mm-hmm. co-hosts of the ABC talk show, The View. And uh, the the maternal founder, Barbara Walters, did not play when it came to being late. So I'm usually early because, you know, being in Hollywood, you're used to, you know, doing whatever on your own schedule. And I tried that my first day at The View, like for a week, I was coming in 20 minutes late and I would always come in and go, you know, um, it is traffic and, and cars. And I live right across the street from The View. The ducks were walking across the street, made me late. And Barbara Walters turned to me. I want you to be me. And I want you to just come in with an excuse. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to be you. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I- Look, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Uh, I'm late, but the uh, the subway uh, number five was want, not running. Do you want this job, dear? Uh, yeah, but the subway was well, running. Don't late. be late again. I was okay. never late again. <laughs> I bet seven you years were. Later. I was never late for seven, seven, eight years. I was on time that, early. You. You're on time. You look absolutely beautiful in your little Mother's Day powder blue situation and going that's, on. That's what I didn't get to say was happy Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day, Kim Whitley. Thank you very much. Happy Mother's Day, Sherry Shepard. Now that's Thank today, you. the day of our launch is on Mother's Day. What a perfect day. But if you watch it later on, happy Mother's Day anyway. Happy Mother's Day anyway. This is, we thought it was really special to launch our podcast, Two Funny Mamas, on Mother's Day because we are mothers and we love being mothers and we waited, you and I waited later in life to become mothers. I mean, I shouldn't be speaking for you. No, no, you, 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 you're speaking for me. Yeah, because for me, I was like, yeah. Mother's Day means so much to me because I waited. I didn't have my baby at 15 like a lot of other people in my family. I waited until I was older because I really wanted to get career stuff out of the way and I wanted to enjoy my son. So, but you know, there's downsides, Kim, to having a baby when you're older. 
I don't know if you know that. There are a like, lot of, there are a lot of, oh, I know. Like I'm tired right now. He, yeah, he could be burning the house down right now. I'm just going to sit here. Because you're too tired to get up. Do you even remember? See, this is the thing, the memory. Do you even remember where your, um, what's the thing, the hose that puts out the fires? You remember where it is? Oh, my fire extinguishers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but they real empty. I'm sure I ain't checked them in two years. They probably dried up. Probably because you've been using them. If your toys falter, that's a good go-to is a fire tree. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh and God. it's hot. <laughs> So that's, I take him outside and spray Joshua. Woo! That's a good one. See, that's the yeah. thing is, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an incredible, beautiful thing to wait until you're older to have your child because you really enjoy them. You really, you know, um, it's, it's just nice because you're able to do the things that you want to do, but mm -hmm. you don't have the stamina. Literally, like Jeffrey will wake me up and go, Ma, what are we gonna do today? And I go, get the remote control. That I have taught my son to be a homebody. I'm like, you know, oh. you know what's fun, Jeffrey? Why don't we take a nap? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, no, you're right. It's a, it's so a, that's one it, of the things, but it's still a great Mother's Day and we're wishing everybody out there happy Mother's Day. And if you're not a mother, then you know what? You know somebody, you may know some children in your life and you may mother them. And, we, and, and I, you know, and I'm not gonna say happy Father's Day because some men get mad because they go, well, what about us? We'll get you on Father's Day. On Father's Day, relax. Dating during COVID. That is again, we're back to dating during COVID. Kim, that I was, you know, it's so funny because I was talking to Garcelle Bouvet about that. We talked this morning and mm -hmm. it was just like trying to really stay hopeful. Can I tell you, and, and, and trying to stay hopeful, trying to stay open, but I don't, I'm not quite sure how this is supposed to work because my birthday just passed. You know this, I hit 53. I was feeling so great and empowered and beautiful and just, it was like this big, bright future was out there ahead of me. But it seems like this whole, my whole year will be isolated. I think we've only been free two months, January and February, then March, we got isolated. So I, I told Garcelle, I said, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here. I'm trying to be open, but you, you know, do I have to demand a medical test? Every time you come over to my house, do we got to swab your throat? I was going to ask you that because I asked my guy, well, one of my guys, I said, um, yeah, yeah, friend of mine. He's I know he was like, you know, I want to see you. I want to see you. I was like, this. I said, I want to see you too. And then I sent him a text. I was like, and it's so funny because it's back to where we were, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. I was like, have you been tested? And he was like, no, I have not been tested. And he's a police officer. So I was like this, uh, you mm -hmm. see a lot of people. Um, you been writing a lot of tickets and passing them to people. You've been, I was yeah. like, and he's, you know, he said it's okay, but that's the question. It doesn't matter. I've been tested and I came back negative, but I can go out right now to the grocery store and now I'm positive. So it's, it, what do you do with that? Do you think you're getting into a little bit of extra fear? Now, I'm not saying not use wisdom, but I think one of the downsides to being isolated so long and by ourselves is we tend to get so uber leery of things that we we get incapacitated and then you're, you're standing still. 
Because yes, you could go out tomorrow and get hit by a car, but does it stop you from going out? And I am in no way saying, I'm not those crazy people that go, have no fear, just go out. We gotta wear our masks. We yep. gotta you know, quarantine ourselves because we gotta flatten that curve. But yep. I don't, I, is it realistic to go, you gotta get tested today. It's Wednesday, right. you gotta get tested Wednesday. You cough, like you still have to live life. And especially if we're talking about dating again, and I want to date, so I don't want to always be like, Nana, it won't be. Where you been? Who was you with? Who this girl calling? Who hung up on me? Now it's like, who you been around? Did you shake their hand? Did they cough in front of your face? How many people you let at your house? I don't want to be like that, Kim. But, well, okay, how do you want to be? Well, I already know you ain't like that because you've been having people at your house. No, I, I have I'll certain people. <laughs> I have certain people at my house. I don't, yeah, you, you act like I have a house full of people. I have certain people at my house. I have, Jeffrey has a Manny. He don't have a uh -huh. nanny. He has a Manny. He is a young black man who comes okay. over to the house. I have him come three times a week. I reinstated that because I fired him when they put us in lockdown. Cause I was like, I can do it. But he what? sits at home with his mother. So he doesn't go anywhere. He goes shopping for his mom and he goes home. So not only am I having him work, he's making some money. It's also Jeffrey needed that because there are certain things that he couldn't tell me that he was going through. And I'm like, okay. at that age is 15. He don't want to tell me. And so when, when oh. Minye, his manny came, Jeffrey had diarrhea of the mouth. And he was so just he having a good time. every day. And what I had to do, Kim, and I'm going to tell you what I had to do is I really had to pray on it. Cause I was like, God, you know what Jeffrey needs. He needs to have a man mm -hmm. over here. He told me yesterday, he was like, mom, my midsection is hurting. Let me tell you, this is funny. He said, my midsection is hurting. And I said, is your belly hurting? And he, he pointed to where his penis is. And I said, babe, that's not your midsection. That's your groin. So it was hurting all day. Then I had to ask some questions that he was like, mom. I was like, is you touching yourself too hard? Is what's going on? He was like, no, no, I don't want to talk about it. So, but it was hurting so bad. I had to put a, a, a bag of frozen peas on it while he had history and science and math. What? Yeah, because it was hurting. Or maybe he so pulled bad. something. Well, that's what I thought. So here's the thing. When Minye came over, I was like, something is going on. So Minye was like, where does it hurt? Jeffrey's like, it hurts in my groin. So he pointed there and Minye was like, that's not your groin, Jeffrey. What, who told you that? And he looked at me like, ma, I thought it was his groin. It was a different well, part of his, it was more like his balls or maybe for those test, uh, testicles. So it wasn't, so I, you know, I, said to, I said to the man, I don't know the different parts, the human anatomy of, of a man and what. No, no, no. But where is the growing then? I don't know. I didn't, and I didn't ask him yet. I so thought that's what growing was. I thought it was too, but he would tell me it's not. And I didn't want him to show me because I don't want him thinking I'm this older woman that's trying to hit at him you know, hit on him. That's true. But that's yeah, not the point. The point that. is, is that he asked Jeffrey some questions and Jeffrey freely answered the questions. And I was like, oh my gosh, do I got to take my baby to emergency? He was like, no, Sherry, you don't. It'll be okay. If it happens, it's still happening in three days, then maybe, but no. So he was able to talk to him. So he is in my house. Who else do I like? My we have a mutual friend named Andre. He goes shopping for me. He comes in and leaves the groceries because he goes shopping for a lot of people. So I don't go to the store. He does it. 
Jeffrey's mentor will come because he plays football. They go and play football. So you're naming a lot of people. No, I didn't. I named three people, and Andre doesn't come all the time. The only one that comes every day is the Manny. That's not a lot okay. of people, Kim. See, that's what I'm talking about. It's not a lot of people, and these are people that are completely isolated because Jeffrey doesn't go anywhere. Okay, see, that's what I'm saying. You just like I come to your house one day to bake my oatmeal muffins. I can't, you won't even let me inside. I got to stand out there with my mask on. It's hot as heck. You send your son to tell me. And this is what Joshua says to me. You got to go around to the back. Not, hey, Miss Sherry. My mom said, you got to go around to the back. I, I did. I did. You sounded like the slave owners that birthed you. Come on now. And I was like, go around to the back. Yeah, you got to go around to the back. What is that? You're so uber, uber. I like am, because I, I we don't know how you get it. We don't know who has it. What I don't want to do is like, let up and then boom. Don't let up. <sighs> but I'm saying you cannot be in fear. Walk, you walk around with a hazmat suit on all the time. That's too much for me. I walk my dogs, I don't wear a mask because I want the fresh air. I need fresh air in my lungs. When I, If somebody's coming the other way, I go to the opposite side of the street with my dogs. So I'm you say if I with somebody, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have cut that hole in my hazmat suit down below because I was going to wear that. I just cut a hole in it at the bottom part because I figured if I cover up from here and everywhere else, and I don't think you can get it that way. And you just had a little hole, right? No. Okay. See, I okay. love how you, you're like, I don't think you can get the COVID down there, but you like, it's going to get in my hair. It's going to get in my eyes. I got to wear goggles. It's going to get in my nose. It's going to, I'd be more, more worried about coochie COVID than I am about wig COVID. True. But coochie COVID, I could probably, I could probably get over. They, I don't know if they have a coochie COVID cream. Have you ever seen the CCC? The coochie COVID cream and it's over in seven days. I made a brain fart on The View. It was, I think my first week or my second week. Uh, and I said, I didn't know if the earth was round or flat, which by the way, I do know that the earth is flat. We already, everybody knows that. And so I had done a brain fart. I just was joking. I was joking. Please girl. <laughs> Just for that, I'm going to eat my banana. I'm going to eat my banana. You're going to sit here and crack your little funny jokes on our podcast. So be like, oh, shit, I just had to. That was so funny to me. Um, I do know that the earth is round, but I was very, very nervous. And here's what I want to speak about. I was nervous because I was sitting at the table with a very accomplished woman. All the way to my right was Whoopi Goldberg, someone that I have admired all through my career she's a best friend auntie in my head and i wanted my my career to kind of pattern whoopies so you know and whoopie talks very deep and then next to her was joy behar who was an accomplished comedian she was very like joy behar was a history teacher and she's very intellectual mm. and then on the left of me was elizabeth hasselbeck who you know she graduated from college with these degrees she's very smart and then on the on the super left was Barbara Walters, the woman who created this show, who has interviewed every sitting president. Trump was her last interview and she'd been all over the world. She was very well read and accomplished. And then you start feeling like, I sat at the table and I start feeling like, okay, but what do I bring? 
what am I worth? Cause I didn't go to college. You know, me and my whole, I really want to go to college to get my degree. I didn't go to college. I did extremely well in high school uh, because I was Jehovah's witness. My parents would not let me go to college. And um, I, you know, I just had kind of jobs that supported me doing stand-up comic comedy. So I kind I felt so inadequate in between these women. And I felt like I wasn't as smart as these women. I felt like I didn't have the conversation that these women had. And so when the time came, when we were talking about evolution versus creationism, I had this brain fart. And I think a lot of women go through that of not feeling worthy to be in the room, of not feeling like they add value to a situation. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. The suggestion was made to me, can I just, can we be married? We respect each other. We'd be friends, but can I have somebody on the side? Because you obviously are not sleeping with me. Cause you know, when a woman check out of a relationship, yeah. sex is the first thing to go. Yeah. If a woman is not there with her mind with you and the respect level is not there, it, there ain't no physical stuff happening. And so the suggestion was made to, to me can there be someone on the side? You can pick the girl. It'll be a, you know, we'll have the boundaries certain days a week. And I was so unhappy. You know what I said? Go right on. Oh, Get her. Wow. I don't care. I don't care. Yes. If you would leave me alone. That's how bad this marriage was. And so I remember calling my girlfriend Vonda and I said, he got somebody else. Good riddance. I, cause I can't take it no more. And she says, Sherry, what are you doing? You can't, nothing good is going to come from this. And what she said, Kim, she said, what are you doing? Is that water? Huh? Oh, shit. Damn it. 
Talk, why are you talking to me while I'm pouring the damn water in the thing? I'll be we damn. Don't. Why are you, you know I was pouring the water? You saw me pouring water in my cup. I'm going to look up at you now. I got water all over my computer, all over the floor. Hey, well, wait a minute. Oh, I got some paper towels in here. I keep them in here because of Joshua. You guys understand what I deal with? Man. Literally. This is the kind of thing. All I'm saying, guys, is I don't know well, how to get around story too. Right in the middle of your story, but I got thirsty in the middle of your story. Hey, God, and used all the paper towels. Hold up. Hey, God, my feet ain't touching the floor. I told you that my feet wasn't touching the floor. <laughs> now I'm swinging. Hold up. Oh, Jesus. I got water because I don't want to slip and fall. So I gotta wipe up the water, okay? You know, I've been sitting here looking at this water and I said, keep this water here because Sherry talks a lot on the podcast and you're gonna run out of water. So I kept the water because you like to, let me drink a little bit out the, <laughs> I gotta drink a little bit out. Okay. We back in. I'm ready. So Are we saying? Okay, I just throw that on the floor. I'll worry about that later. Okay, so the marriage was that bad, huh? This is what I'm talking about, about Kim's focus. <laughs> this is a daily. This is not anything that just happened. Oh, she spilled water. That she was water. Kim, you're not even supposed to be drinking on the podcast. There's no eating, no drinking, no, no texting, no reading text, no talking to people off the side. It's oh, we dedicate one oh, hour to doing the podcast. So because you just violated every single rule, you spilled water everywhere. And then you blame it on me. Yeah, because you be running your mouth and my stomach. That's be what you do. I put a microwave in the office so I can cook something while you talking. Kim, we're doing a podcast. You run your mouth on a podcast. It's kind of simple. You get too into it. And we be going, you know it. So Kim, this like, is how we're going to be successful because we're into it and we're passionate about it. Get back to the side piece. Get back to the story. The husband wanted the girl. You were so unhappy. You agreed. Please continue. Can you not drink water while you're doing it so you don't spill it? Okay, one more sip. Next thing I got to worry about, you're going to have a hot pocket and drop it in your crotch and yeah, jump up. That's true. I won't bring a hot pocket. I'll bring a whole pizza. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dying to hear what's happening. So where was I at? So my friend Vonda said, you can't do that because you're married and anything to accept a side piece willingly into your relationship is going to bring in the enemy and everything will go wrong from there. And I was yes. just like, but I'm not happy. We're not having a physical relationship. We're not having sex. So why? She says, Sherry, so many things can happen. What if this girl falls in love with your husband? What if she finds out who you are? Because at the time I was hosting The View, co-hosting The View. What if she finds out who you are and, and decides to blackmail you for money, extortion? What if she gets pregnant? And then it's a whole thing with the baby involved. You've already been through that. What if she tells people? What if she tries to set you up? and robs your home. You know, it was so many things that I didn't think about. And I was like, oh. Man. I didn't see nothing wrong with none of that, except for the last one robbing my house. I'll kill you. I'll, girl, you tripping. 
You ain't robbing my oh house. My now, see, now, that's what I'm saying. That's why you had a contract. The side piece can't have no key to the house. It's, there's rules and regulations. Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to start a side piece union. That's what I'm going to do. Because y'all y'all not listening. What's the slogan of the side piece union? The, the, the side piece is, we help you be number two. <laughs> I wanted to do a podcast with Kim Whitley because I believe Kim Whitley, even in all her being unfocused, is brilliant as all get up. We help you. The side piece slogan is we help you be number two. We probably should end the podcast right here. Oh. Chris, was that not the most brilliant thing you've ever heard? Oh. I didn't realize. I mean, I know Kim's funny and talented and beautiful and lovely and a delight to work with, but you know, to have that kind of recall or just the rapid fire, like I've only seen a couple people have that. So that's a nice touch. That was brilliant. And I think it's because when it was when you fell on your head when you were a baby. I appreciate that. But Chris said, nice touch. One day I'm going to want you to touch me. Nice okay, touch. Sunday. How does that work? Is... I went too far, Chris. No, no. Let's let's get yeah. let's 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 no, take this. Yeah, I ain't let's. Seen you, Chris, I ain't seen that arm. You sent me that picture with your arm and the tattoo. <laughs> I think about it every now and then when I bring out my toys. <laughs> and that's what I'm going. You're not focused at all, Chris. At this point, we're going to need you to insert the picture of you with your arm and that tat. Don't say insert, yeah. but okay. I'll. Uh, ah, I'll, I'll put Okay, y'all, this is just too much for me. You know, there's things that you go through in relationships, and you know this, Kim. There's things you haven't told me about your relationships because it's private. So in that moment of watching- No, no, I've told you everything. Nope, I think I, oh no, there's a, oh yeah, I didn't tell you about that one time we brought the horse in. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, sorry. And I'm, I don't want to know about the horse. I don't, I've already His found that- His name is Fred. His name is Fred. Okay, I'm so, go ahead. Quit playing now. Focus on the story. Sherry. I already know you don't take a shower every day. That's I don't need to know about you and your guy. I'm just saying. Uh, okay, go ahead. It was a chicken. There's things that we go through, and <laughs> listeners, and you know what? This is really interesting, Kim. I love you so much because uh -huh. you're dumb as hell. I love you. When I say dumb as hell, you smart as a whip. Um, I would love to hear from our listeners and our viewers. Can you make a comment about something that you went through in your relationship that might have been that you may not have shared with somebody? If you're willing to, let's let's give a secret. Let's let's say something, Kim, so we can start it off and, okay. and be really transparent. Because that's why I feel for for Jada that she had to explain something that happened so long ago with people that she don't know. But because like Will said, Black Twitter took over and just, and then we'll keep going about Jada and Will, but what's something that is, you've never shared with anybody that may be embarrassing about you in a relationship? Why well, I gotta go first, okay. I have never, ooh, I, oh, well, no, that was Carlton, oh, let's see. Uh, no, I wasn't. Oh, I'm you sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're My so bad. weird. Okay. Okay. I have never been comfortable with the lights on ever. 
I never, ever since I was, you know, I mean, I didn't, I, I was a late starter, a late bloomer, but I was never a light girl. You can't turn the lights on. I don't know. You are a light hurting. girl. You so damn light. We can't, you, your skin I'm, is. I'm brown skin. Um, okay. <laughs> but you cannot turn the lights on. I've never been comfortable. I will never, I just never, I, I don't want to do nothing with the lights on, nothing. So I actually don't know who I've done it with. Oh, huh? <laughs> I can't wait. You, you said share something. I'm sharing. Oh, jeez. Okay. okay. I'm trying to. I think. mean, their voices change sometimes, and I thought to myself, <laughs> "Is it? Is it still? Maybe I shouldn't have made it this dark in here. Maybe I. <laughs> you cannot. Sometimes I hate that I interrupt your flow of brilliance. Okay, no. You Go ahead. Are. No, I just really want to unpack how brilliantly funny you are. Only with you. That's why we do this podcast, Two Funny Mamas, because you make me laugh so much. Um, and you make me laugh. So tell me your secret so we can start putting in the comments something that you all can share that you've never shared before or that, you know, like we 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 supporting Jaden Will, you know, telling the public. Okay, so something transparent. So I'm going through my relationships. Uh, okay, ooh, when my first husband and I were having crazy marital problems because I found out that he had had an affair, and that you you know when you go through um, your spouse having an affair, sometimes I don't know what men feel, but sometimes as a woman you're like what was wrong with me? And you, you really go through a lot of self-esteem issues. And sometimes we go through things where we may do something that we would, when we're in our right mind, we would never do, but it's yeah. kind of trying to keep the marriage together. So we're willing to try things that we may be embarrassed about. And so one of the <sighs> problems in our, in my first relationship in, in my second th come think of it was sex. And my husband really complained about the fact that I didn't have passion, that our sex was horrible, which hurt my feelings. And that's all he talked about. Then he had this affair with this girl who was, because I don't know, a lot of people don't know, I found pictures of uh, them having sex. And so it was stuff can that I've never done. Can you send them to me? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, that was insensitive. That was insensitive. And I apologize. C continue was, your story. I was trying to be vulnerable. And... Sorry, sorry, sorry. And I know comments will be like, Kim's so rude. Kim this and that. I was not, I was half paying attention to my phone. And I, can you please continue your story? And as a friend that was insensitive, and I apologize. Even though I, I want to see the damage is done mentally, mm -hmm. but it's okay. Uh, and I, I'll send you the pictures. Anyway, so <laughs> I, uh, so I, I was going through this thing where I felt like, What's wrong with me? Like, I'm mm -hmm. trying. I came from a religion where it was very strict. And so, you know, I'm trying. This is my first marriage. I, you know, I just had a baby. I'm not feeling this, you know, sexual because I got this baby who was born prematurely and I'm going through postpartum depression. And but because he complained about it, he bought me all of these sex books to, you know, kind of show to show him how freaky I could be. This is really embarrassing. So this is really I don't mean to be laughing, but he bought you sex books. Yeah, like Kama Sutra, like the Kama Sutra book. 
um, okay. which is like different sexual positions. I'm sure you probably got that under your bed with the other toys, the Kama Sutra <laughs> book. I'd never seen that before. I had never heard of that. And then he bought books on like, something might be wrong with me sexually. So it, it really made me feel horrible. And then having to go out and be a comedian and smile and nobody knew what I was going through. This is why I feel with, with Jada having to now disclose all of this in front of gabillions of people worldwide. Right, right. So anyway, it was these books of something was wrong with me sexually and it was books on Kama Sutra of how I could be more freaky. <sighs> so in order to kind of try to save my marriage, I went with him, uh, gosh, somewhere, someplace, and we were trying to do it. You know, it, it was like uh, be freaky and almost getting caught. Like that would be a sexual thrill. Number one about me, I don't ever want to get caught. The thought of getting caught doing something wrong makes me not horny. It makes me feel like I want to pee on myself because I'm a good girl and I don't want to get caught. Like some people feel like that thrill of somebody breaking in, a, a, a busting the door open on you is, you know, that's a thrill. It's not for me. I feel like a tingle, like I want to, I get a tingle, but it's like, I got to use the bathroom. So we went somewhere and it tried to do something and I'm trying to get into it and trying to be that freak of the week, you know, and, and save this and you know and I'm not and, and here's the thing please don't say my husband my ex-husband was horrible and horrible he was going through his own thing like we had just had a baby that was born prematurely at five and a half months he was going through something I'm going through something and 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 we weren't having sex we didn't have sex for almost like nine months so he was really going through it and nobody was rallying around my ex-husband you know y'all all rallied around me when Jeffrey was born prematurely y'all came to right. me Nobody asked him how he was doing. So I don't want people to look at him as a bad person because he was trying to get me just to be sexual. Men are very sexual. So, you know, if they lose their job, they want to have sex. If they get a promotion, they want to have sex. If it's a good if day, they, they want to have sex. Mm -hmm. If they skin their knee, they want to have sex. And that that's just how a lot of men are. It's not a bad thing. So we tried to do this thing in a public place where we could possibly get caught and I'm sure there's somewhere, if some security guard views the video footage, he gonna laugh. Because I was like, people gonna see me. Oh, God. oh my gosh, what if somebody walk in? Oh my, and he basically was like, shut up! Just, it was, uh, it was a comedy of errors. And that's my confession. Because Andre's here and I have to ask him this before we go. I just want him to give his version of what happened no, when no, no. He has not. There's not. Nope, no, 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 no. Go right here. Can you uh, come over here, Andre, please? Don't Andre, forget, Andre, you still train me. I still got a check waiting on you. Don't be careful. You be careful. What's happening? Hey. Hey, Sherry ain't got no pants on. <laughs> I got. Okay, first of all. Okay, first of oh. all. So that's how they do it on TV. Y'all be dressed from the top up. Ain't got nothing downstairs. Okay. I have on uh like biker shorts. They're not underwear. They're biker shorts. You should see what I got on. <laughs> I got on nothing but a thong. 
And it's he all knows that. He worked you out last night. Okay, first I got yeah. on biker shorts. They they're booty shorts, but they look like underwear if the top is long. So just to let you know, I'm not wearing underwear. I have on their biker booty shorts. I feel but from the waist up, you look like Carol. <laughs> he is stupid. I want you to talk about how Kim literally accosted you yesterday when you were giving us self-defense classes. Kim took over the class and and, and threw us all off off the program what did she, do? she she has no coordination she didn't follow any directions but i'm talking we, about sexually no 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 wow. don't you throw your little nasty words in there andre you tell them i was just distracted yeah you 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 because I, I tend to do that sometimes with you i distract uh, him a lot andre getting fans so now he gonna be doing all this <laughs> he's been reading the comments hasn't he Yes, I do know, Chris, exactly. Andre, yeah, Andre been reading them damn comments. Ooh, Andre, cute. Ooh, Andre, him and Chris. Y'all is really serving it up with these two gentlemen, Chris and Andre. Even Andre's mama took a picture of her and her, <laughs> all the old ladies that hang out with her, her friends talking about, you need to, this is what his mama said. Chris, Andre's mother sent a picture, was like, you need to get in there more because they'll make you a regular. <laughs> She said, let them make you a regular. It was so beautiful. And I want to thank Andre's mom and all the OGs that are hanging with you, listening to Two Funny Mamas. And she did. She loved on her son and sent a picture. And she said, Andre, insert yourself more because they'll use you more. <laughs> oh, we use him all right, mama. We do use him, Guess mama. Guess call your son daddy. <laughs> My mom turned it on on YouTube, and I was like, you turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that Chris's oh, mother listens to us, that Andre's mother listens to us. So we I'm got him. Go he didn't want Andre's feeling. Guess who's himself. coming to dinner, honey? You tell mom I'm coming. I want Andre sleeping together. Why I got to hear his name all the time? He need to be over here working me out. I think he's over there working out that thing. That's what I think. Say Andre's name again here. Say it again. <laughs> Andre, come here for a second. He's, about he's about to work with Jeffrey. He's he comes over every Saturday and Sunday because he works with Jeffrey. I, mm -hmm. I really want to tell people this. Can you just bend hey, in? What's up? What's up? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh now he done shaved it all up for the podcast. You used to look like a little grizzly. Oh now you done got cute. His mom must I told have you his mother. That. What'd you what say, you Chris? Say? His mom must have suggested that. I think his yeah. mother told him to shave so he could become a regular. Yeah, and my Chris, you need to turn up your volume. My, my mom said I was looking rough, so I had to get it together. Because I actually okay, had, open up the screen, Chris. Open I, up the screen. I, I, had, I had three people hit me up on Instagram, so I got three fans. <laughs> At first, I would just want Andre to say something. Come here for a second. Don't leave, please, Andre. For all of you people who keep commenting, because Andre comes over, he he trains Kim and I for self-defense classes for women. And he also trains Jeffrey and Joshua. So for everybody who keeps commenting going, you and Andre should just get together. I don't know why you just don't give Andre none. Andre would jump off of a cliff before he even thought about, thought about me. Like he came over yesterday, we watched The Ip Man, which is a great martial arts film. And I didn't have no wig on. I look like ludicrous. We didn't have a girdle on or nothing. I look like a man sitting next to him. Completely not interested, right? Definitely. Well, I know your baby daddy too, so you know that that would be weird. 
That'd be totally weird. And plus, would you please tell them you would jump off a cliff before you even ask me out? I would jump off a cliff before I ask you out. Okay, there you go. Bye. But COVID keep going. I don't think. What do you say? What do you say? He said if the COVID keeps going, he might reconsider. Sherry, why don't you do the introduction? I, I don't get to I, sing like like her first. Okay, go ahead. Do your best. Please, please die. And I choke, I try to walk away and I stumble. Though I try to hide it, it's clear. My world tumbles when you are not near. That's, that's my, do you understand? I, I almost had babies to that song. You sound just like the record. That was amazing. Mm. That's the, that's the calling you every time they call me, I'm gonna call you and tell you. That's what I'm talking that, about. That's what they gonna do. Macy Gray don't yeah. say that to everybody, but wait, I, I, don't. I have to, I have to like pay homage. I, we, we, I really want to read this because this is like amazing. I didn't know Macy's no. name was actually Natalie Renee McIntyre. That's a, that's, that's a Ohio. Mean, yeah, that's, that's, Ohio. that's my name. Yeah. I like that. Natalie, Natalie Renee McIntyre. And, and she, yeah, you look, yeah, we, like we just at home. Feel free to interject. Feel free to Oh, no, my name Anything. is Natalie Hines. McIntyre is my maiden name, but I'm divorced, so it doesn't matter anyway. Oh, well, girl, oh, if we was to go on divorces, mine would be Sally and Tarpley. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. You just, like, we're looking, I, I, I'm, but we got to pay you homage and give you a proper introduction, Macy. Okay. Because okay, Macy's an American R&B. She's a soul singer, songwriter, musician, record producer, actress, She's you know, you already know Macy for her distinctive, that raspy, sexy voice. And and you you it's reminiscent of like Billie Holiday and 10 studio albums released, five Grammy Award nominations, and won a Grammy. And it, you've seen her in all the films. Remember when we saw her in training day and she had that cigarette like this? Yes. Fantastic. And, and I wish they could win that cigarette. <laughs> Ah! And then <laughs> Spider-Man and Scary Movie 3, Lackawanna Blues, Idlewild for Color Girls, and The Paperboy. And then the, the thing that I tried, that's my karaoke jam, uh, mm -hmm. I Try, from her multi-platinum <laughs> album on How Life Is. We have to welcome Macy Gray. And we have to add, for, for, see, I'm about to get yeah. messed up right here, a philanthropist, philanthropist with her organization, yes mygood.org she's here to talk about it today everyone please welcome to the show macy gray thank you thank you macy thank you. we're so excited to have thank you, you so on two funny mamas podcast i know you guys are funny by the way i was i you didn't know i was on and i was off camera and i was listening to y'all oh gosh oh yeah i had almost half of the whole last show <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, now that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, did you hear my share impression? No, I was laughing the whole time. Well, that's huh? good. That's Thank good. you, Macy. That is good. We appreciate you. Can I tell you what one what one white guy said to me? He was a comic. He oh, still no. is a comic at the comedy store. He uh -huh. said, "Cause you know I don't have hips and a butt, so like I'm I'm busty and small down at the bottom." He goes, "Sherry." You're so sexy. You got that nice flat ass. <laughs> I was like, what? 
he goes, oh my Cause, gosh. Because white boys like that flat ass. What? Well, not anymore, because no, I no. think, no. Not yeah, anymore, see, but they used to. They didn't like booty. Nate, they was afraid of the booty. Oh, this yeah. Is before your white time, boys Nate. in the 80s? We're talking in the 80s. 80s. No, it's Nate. changed since the early 2000s. I'll give you that, for sure. Oh, I yeah, because I'm remember, telling. Yeah, I, I, could, I have a, a, a story. I, I dated a, a cheerleader who had, now would be probably small compared to what people want now. But I remember my friends being like, oh, she has a big butt. And I was like, yeah. That's <laughs> that See, like, Nate, you're too young to remember this, Nate. But it really, even in the beginning of Baby Got Back, where the two white girls are like, oh, look at her butt. It's so big. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was a time when black girls ruled big booties and, and white girls, did, it wasn't a thing to have a big booty. You didn't want to have a big booty. If you're a white you girl sure and you did. had a big booty, you would wear a sweater. They would wear sweaters over their butt because it was like, it was a bad thing to have no, a No, they still booty. do. They still do. White girls that I know though, have, Kim, these No, no, no. Younger, Some, this was, wait, this, uh, check this out. Why? You ready? Yeah. White girls who have big butts, I've talked to them and, and I said, well, why do you come Why do you She said, it attracts a lot of black guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was that like, it? Yeah. What? She was like, yeah. They so the brothers be on them. And I guess if that's not what you went to, you're like, I'm going to cover this uh, brother catcher. It's called the brother catcher. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, is that what you call it? A, a, a big booty on a white girl, a brother catcher. Yeah, I love yeah. it. When I was in Scotland, this is my favorite insult I ever got. I walked into this store and I was trying on these clothes and this very proper sales lady, I said to her, um, I, you know, I tried it on and I was like, is this too big on me? And she said to me, quite the opposite, madam, quite the opposite. Oh, 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 oh my God. I, I, I'm like, the way she said, I was like, did she? Oh no, she slammed me. She but slammed me. No, she can, anyway, quite the but opposite. in Scotland, mm -hmm. I would, I would go there and they would never, ever be like, oh my God, you're on Sabrina. They would do things very subtly. Like, um, I was buying some sneakers and they call, I can't remember if they, and I know they call sweaters jumpers. It's some weird thing. Anyway, so I was buying them and, um, the guy said, uh, right then this is the charge. And if you could sign here and, uh, where's the wee cat? The cat from Sabrina? The wee cat? Where's the wee cat? <laughs> and then, okay. There's... It's not real. Did you tell them the cat's not real? Oh, please. The number of people have asked me if the cat was real. I'm like, yes. Um, the cat was, cat. no, it was played by an alcoholic rabbit who wore a hairpiece. <laughs> and he, he was like, right, dumb come on. bad Japanese Listen. movie. Like, okay, wait. When I was in Scotland. That was funny. Oh, no, no, it wasn't when I was in Scotland. Do you remember they used to have Tasty Delight? Yes. Okay. So I go to Tasty Delight. My They always advertise like 45 flavors. You're like, oh, can I please have this smoked cherry cheesecake? And they're like, we only have vanilla and chocolate. I'm like, okay, this is all lies, all of your advertising, right? So I go in and I'm ordering and Michael Gelman, mm -hmm. who was there from, you know, who produces yes. Kelly, is my Kelly. dear friend and his wife, Lori, is one mm -hmm. of my best friends. And we're all in there and we're ordering and then um, as I leave the store, he, I hear the, the salesman go, meow, 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 meow. And I like, it doesn't even phase me. And, and Michael goes, he just meowed at you. And I'm like, yeah, 
I get it. It happens all the time. I meowed at or whatever. It's like, it's because of the but show. You, but you don't play the cat? No, but it's because of the show, right? So later that day, of course, I'm buying more ice cream and I go in <laughs> and I ask for whatever. And, and he goes, is that all? And I'm like, yes. And he says, perhaps a small snack for the cat. <laughs> what? <laughs> perhaps a small snack for the cat. So now in my friends, like often, like there's a, there's like 10 of us. Like if you're like, when you used to be able to go out in public, it's like, what do you want to do tonight? Do you want to have dinner? And like, I don't know. And they just always go, perhaps a small snack for the cat. <laughs> I have to say that to you. Yeah, you time. have to. You have I to have call to. me and say it. Say it now. Okay, say it right now. Perhaps a small snack for the cat. <laughs> Kim, I think it's fine. You don't have to return it. Just put some balls on it. Just go get, stop That's looking at me. Put go. some balls on it. Everybody think balls on it going to work. You know, put some it, balls does, on it does the body good is what I will tell you. Okay, welcome right. to Two Things After Dark. So listeners and viewers, uh, the listeners, you can't really tell what the tree looks like, but people who are watching this tomorrow, do you think Kim's tree is too bright? And if she livens it up with some balls, okay, look at it. It is very bright. But once she puts the balls on it, it's going to dim it down a little bit. I just wanted her to make a decision. What I, That's you, what the problem was. You, you just wanted me to make a decision. I want you to commit. You it's, weren't worried about my house and how my oh, children. crying. Stop that. How they Stop feel. That. In the Christmas Yo, children tree. feel happy. He was running around screaming, going, I'm so happy. He don't know no better. <laughs> he was like, I'm so happy, mommy. I'm so happy. He does love the tree. I mean, literally. And then when she picked out the tree, then she was like, well, what about this? Maybe Joshua will like this. Just make a decision. Get the box. And then uh, you. this is how I knew Kim wasn't even ready to buy a tree. When we got the tree, I said, Kim, meet us in the front because the guy's going to carry the tree out. For 10 minutes, we waiting on Kim. You know what Kim is? She don't even have room in the back of her truck to put the tree. So she cleaning out the truck in the parking lot of Home Depot. That told me right there, she only came to look. She didn't come to buy a tree. It, the man wanted to leave. And I said, sir, he was like, I got to go back to work and help customers. It's Christmas. And I'm like, sir, she's coming. So I'm thinking Kim had a senior moment. Did she leave me to go <laughs> home? Did she come riding around 15 minutes later? And I'm like, hey, you know, this is the thing about Kim. She act like nothing ever happened. We yeah. waiting there, the man mad. See how she fussing? And then he mad because he can't take a tip. Because Kim like, well, can, can we give you a tip? No, ma'am, I can't take a tip, but I need one. She So I she cleaning out her car in the parking lot. If you know you're going to get a treat, you've already cleaned it out. So that just showed me right there, Kim was just going to fuss. She wasn't no. even planning on buying a tree. No, I didn't like the way you, I brought my measuring tape, so I knew I was serious. The box says seven and a half feet, Chris, and she trying to measure it to see how many feet it is. <laughs> and I know the box says seven and a half feet, and she goes, well, I got a ceiling, it's only six inches. Well, that means we're not supposed to get this tree, Kim. <laughs> yep, yeah, I think I can get it. I, and then she trying to measure how much it is around. I did. The circumference of a tree. It just was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And I said, I'm the daughter of an architect. But they never hired you. They never hired you. This is another thing, y'all. Her father is the premier architect in Cleveland. He has built some of the arenas in Cleveland and big, like, iconic buildings. Her two brothers are both high-powered architects. They are both working on major projects right now. You know what Kim is? A stand-up comic. <laughs> 
do it. <laughs> and she loves to tote this thing about, what well, you know, I come from a family, a premier architect, but they never hired you. You was never an intern. Okay, I know you busted out of his ears, the sound. I, that's how we lost it the first, first time. time. So let me shut up. <laughs> you bring out that architect when it suits you, but you was never an intern. You never, I you didn't used go to get coffee. I used to get coffee for them. For someone whose family, her uncle, who's the twin brother of her father, is an architect. Her aunt, they're all into architecture. You know what Kim has? Some art on the wall. I do. That's as, as far as she gets to architect. I could have done it if I needed to. I, I could have done it. I could have been an architect. I could have been. I could have been. It. That's I right. I could have done it. I need some more coffee. I'm going to be up late messing with you. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Just make, I just feel like making I like this hair on you. Now, you should wear that. Cause that'll make you look like an auntie. You actually look a little sexy, and it does make you look a little West Indian. It does not West Indian, Indian West. What's no it Indian, not like Native American. Like Indian. Kamala Harris. Like Indian. Kamala Harris. It, it brings out it, because I have that in my family, and it brings out like my that Indian in me. Yes, I feel like, you actually. Look I feel like, like my name could be, be Salima. Yes. Yeah. I do just the first time I ever thought that. Yeah, it does bring out that. I, okay, that's good. Just, I feel like I am. You, you just look like California. Girl. Yes. Like you're, Norwegian like you're so sexy. I go, Africa. I would like to kiss you. You're so very like, sexy. That is so, I've never had you a just, woman want to kiss And I never tell them I want to kiss them. I know, I'm uncomfortable now, Chris. You should be. <laughs> I'm so damn lonely. This is ridiculous. This is, no, you understand. How about I, I'm so lonely that no. I'm looking at her. I should be in bed, Chris, with my melatonin my and my vibrator. Oh, holy night, the sun is bright. The sun? Ain't no sun the in the... Oh, the stars. Okay. What is wrong? Why would it be the sun on Christmas? I don't know. Maybe it's... The... I don't know. It's not that serious. <laughs> Is it, don't we get off the don't words. Really stop. Yeah, yeah like, don't stop it. Okay, no more. don't say son. Okay, this is a bit. Don't stop because it. Because this is dear to the, the Jesus is hard. You can't mess you up this word. You didn't even know who he was talking about. Okay, here we go. Oh, jeez. Don't, don't, don't stop okay, it. Okay, okay, I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Okay. <laughs> That's the only verse she knows. She gonna get mad. <laughs> Okay, she come on. We're she can't even pick her Christmas tree, let alone know the lyrics of the song. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and Christ 
Jesus was born. Oh, night Two heifers rock. Oh, Santa Claus is coming to town. You better better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list and checking it twice. He's gonna find out who's naughty or nice. Santa Claus is coming to town he knows when you are sleeping he knows when you're awake he knows when you've been bad or good so be good for goodness sake oh you better watch out you better not cry you better not pout i'm telling you why santa claus is coming to town good night why, when it's a perfect out to say goodbye to the people, you want to make it a karaoke podcast. I don't even feel like that. 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 I don't even feel Alright, let's go. Pull the words up. Okay. This is real. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I apologize, everybody. She done found this little voice. She done did that show the voice. And this heaven won't stop singing. Okay. Hank, are you ready? Okay. Hang on the mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know you better. This Christmas and as we trim the tree, how much fun it's gonna be together. This Christmas, fireside is blazing bright. We're caroling through the night. And this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me. Okay, now we go. Presents and cards are here. My world is filled with cheer and beauty. You. Why are we singing the same words? This Christmas, and as I look around, your eyes I'll shine the town. They do. This Christmas, fireside blazing bright. We're caroling through the night. And this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me. Yeah. Maybe shake your hand, maybe shake your hand. Maybe shake your hand.
Open the door. Somebody open the patio door. We ain't supposed to be in here spitting and singing. Did I spit on you? Spitting and singing. Can I go to the bathroom? Oh, my bladder. Oh, my gosh. You know, singing. Good night, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year and have a blessed, blessed day. Yeah. Merry Christmas. We love Merry you, Christmas, Chris. ladies. Thank you. Love Bye. you guys. Yes. Bye, Bye. everybody. Let me, let me tell you about Kim Whitley. Kim <laughs> Whitley. Gather around. Gather around. Gather around. around. Grab, 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 your, grab your snacks and your little, grab your little ginger snaps and gather around. Listen, um, I remember I saw Kim Whitley. It was many years ago. And I, I said, Kim, listen, you, you don't have to continue to strip. You, you have a better future. You strip were got like a, what? Shut up. I was <laughs> I saw her on the pole. I was at a dirty club downtown. It was a, it was a club where you know. I didn't know you were. A mi- I didn't know you were a missionary as well. Oh my god! Yes, I said, Kim. I'm. I was next door dropping off some cans for the mission, and I noticed through the window I saw you on stage stripping, and I said, "This girl who's greasing this pole with uh, Crisco, it, it's no need to be up here doing this." I said, "You, I've seen you on stage. You're funny," and I, 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 I will say this. You. Kim Whitley, and I mean this seriously, is probably one of the funniest women, no, not women, people that I've ever met. And this is what I love about Kim. Any, Kim is so good that anybody can sit next to her and look great. Like Sherry's, Ben next to you, killing Linnell's next to you. I sit next to you, Buddy Lewis said, ne- like you're so good at finding your space and and killing. And when I watched her do stand up, her and Buddy Lewis used to host one of the biggest comedy nights in Los Angeles called Whacked Out Wednesdays at the Ha Ha Cafe. It was so big that it took what used to be a coffee shop and a carry Oki spot and made them change it to a comedy club because it was just that popular and i remember going there and i remember watching and i just remember i was brand new at the time and i remember watching kim and i just was like this girl is really funny and then we just got to know each other and then we became friends and then we really became friends i was like let's go on the road together let's do some stand-up you go out i go out we go out together like right I, I was watching her one night and I, I never forget this. And I said this to her when she came off stage. I said, the worst thing that can happen for every woman doing stand up today is that if you fuck around and get serious, all these bitches is in trouble. Because <laughs> I've seen people work for years to be really good. And I see Kim fuck off for two weeks and find these moments that are so great. I'm like, oh, if she stayed up in there, there's no way nobody could fuck with her on this microphone. She's so good. She's so inviting. She's so, I I, I don't even know how to explain it. And I gotta be honest with you, as a comedian, comedians, we love being on stage by ourselves. We're very, we're, we wanna do it by ourselves. That's what we do. We don't need nobody else. We don't like, for me as a writer, writing in a telev- on this television show, in a writer's room is the complete opposite of being a stand-up because you got a team, you find it as a comedian, you do it by yourself. Kim and I go on stage together. When we're on tour, we go on stage. I go up, Kim go up, 
we go up together. That's how we do the show. Yes. And she's so funny and it's, I, I, I love being on stage, but I love being on stage with Kim because it's so easy and we, and it's so it's, it's, you never, I'm going to legitimately have a good time every time we get on stage and you never know what's going to happen on the show because it's different every time. Every we've had some shows and we're like, how did we not record that? And then we go back to another city and we're like, let's do what we did in the last city. We're like, you remember? I was like, no, we just, because <laughs> it's organic. It's in the moment and it works. In the moment, having fun. So, and since it's so organic and we have fun, you've been so honest. I feel like I need to share something with you that I've been hiding. I, I, I didn't want you to know. <laughs> I didn't want you to know this. Because the but while you were talking, because I didn't want you to see me eat another ginger snap. I broke them up in itty bitty pieces <laughs> and I was sneaking them ever so slightly in my mouth while you were talking. Damn it, Kim. She, she done broke them down into one fourth points. <laughs> A quarter point now. Because I felt like if he sees me grab another whole ginger snap, he's gonna call the people. He's gonna call the WW people. Kim, this means uh, Kim. This means Kim can cheat. That's what that tells me. Yes, that's, that's she's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, she's fantastic. I do know that how was, to cheat, but would I? I would that, never cheat yes. on you, Chris. Thank you, Kim. Oh, David, that was so kind of you and so nice of you. When I watch Kim. Everything about what Kim does, this is why I can't wait for you guys to see the show, is very nuanced. It's very specific. Specificity is important in every specificity. It's important in life. Stop it. Stop it. Specificity. You went to college. There's no, there's no ambiguity. ambiguity see, now we don't mess up. Ambiguity. No, Alexa. How do you spell, I mean, how do you say ambiguity? <laughs> ambiguity. No, Alexis, ambiguity. Ambiguity. <laughs> Alexa, Alexa, how do you say ambiguity? Chappaquiddick. <laughs> it's in my mind. It it's ambiguity. Ambu no. Chris, what is it? Ambiguity. I'm telling you. Hey, wait, it's time for Ask a White Guy. Dude, this is the white guy. Oh, the white dude. Ask a white dude. Ambiguity. 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 Alexa, how do you say the word ambiguity? I pronounce that how, but I'm always working on how I say things, and I might not have it right. I, I'll slap the shit out of you. Oh, I, sorry for cussing. Alexa. You no, you know this is what you do. How do you spell ambiguity? You're saying it wrong, first of all, so she's not going to do it. Welcome to Ask a White Guy. Ambiguity. Ambigu Ambigu <laughs> ambiguity. 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 Uh -oh, ambiguity. Yes, I can't still. What is it? What is it, Chris? <laughs> 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 ambiguity. 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 Ambigu
Say it, Chris. Ambiguity. Ambiguity. Wait, no, because of the view in there, that's what's throwing us off. Am, view, No, no, no. Am, am, big, big, uity. Uity. There's no ambiguity. Ambu- no, ambiguity. Oh, there's no ambiguity. Amb- he said big, which he thinks he is. Take it easy. <laughs> ambiguity. Am- ambiguity. Do it again, Chris. Ambig. <laughs> I am big. I am big. Ambiguity. Am. 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 Big. Say it, Chris. Am. 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 Big. Big. Yeah, say that again, Kim. Big. Nice. Uity. Uity. Oh, Uity, not the G. Am- Ambiguity. 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 That ain't it, Chris. That ain't it. Ambiguity. Okay. Ambiguity. There's well, no ambiguity. Now, now fast, now fast. Ambiguity. Yes. The black people are talking about us. They are listening right now and watching. Yeah, they are talking. This is like about these two is taking the race back. <laughs> you went to high school with Gerald, but I think that a lot of people don't know what a good, what a sense of humor he had. Anybody that hangs with you has to be able to laugh. That's what I want you to tell me. Tell me something about Gerald that most of his fans don't know. Really? Yeah. Because a lot of times we saw him with uh, with Johnny Gill. And who else was he with? He was uh, Keith Sweat. That's when it was like LT3 yes. or something. You say LT. What was the name of the group? I forgot what it was, it was called. LT. Sweat. LSD or LSG. LSG. LSG was Lavert, Sweat, and Gil. And then he, did he do My Secret Garden with Elder Barge? Or no? He was not Elder Secret Garden? My Secret Garden. I thought that was with our boy, but it wasn't Gerald. Light skinned dude. He could kill me right it was now. L. He's in he's in Vegas. I'll be sure. Yes. I'll be sure. Okay, so it wasn't Gerald. So let me take that away. But no, Gerald was on that. I think oh yeah, okay. That's people. what I thought yeah. it was Gerald. Gerald Levert is a crooner. This is and he was very good looking. And everybody used to so this like is, this is the So when you see this you picture, said Hope Flood was, and now you said Gerald Levert is. <laughs> mm. I don't know. Uh subtly what that is saying, but I, I don't even want to go into okay. it. Um, but looking at Gerald LeVert, see, when I look at this picture, Kim, I see sexy, I see fantasy, I see what I think Gerald would be, like he would come and sweep me off my feet. You look at him and you see... I see my friend, funny, sexy, talented, um, wanted the world to see him as a great entertainer, but never really got to get the accolades that he would have gotten had he lived a little longer. Yes, because I think that like Chadwick Boseman, he was mm-hmm. taken so soon. And even in his evolution, Gerald LeVert would have given us even more soulful music, oh, yeah. more mature music. It was mature anyway, mm-hmm. but you know, we, it was just so much that artistically he had in him. But you were talking about his sister, Oh, yeah. Sean Quentin LeVert uh, introduced me to him years ago. Uh, she was like, you want to meet my brother? Um, I think we were going to meet her friends. Uh, it's all, it's all I right. didn't even see you still love him. Uh, like, even in your voice. Oh, yeah. I will always love Gerald. Oh, my gosh. 
because it was a, a chapter in my life that was I was so young mm-hmm. and we went through so much as young people that you know that I would say um, I won't say scarred me but uh, <laughs> there were some things that happened with us that who that you know will make you as you grow up you look back and you say hmm I guess I could have handled that differently. Right. And even with our parents involved and how they felt, should we be together? Should we shouldn't be together? Um, and when did he tell you that he liked you? Like, did he come to you and say, Kim, I want you to be my girl? No, that's the problem. Oh, <laughs> oh that's... He wasn't, he wasn't forced at you. Like, he wasn't straight. No, and, like, no. You know, it, you knew he liked you. Yes, yes. And we were friends and we lived down the street from each other. And I would go to concerts. I would hang out. He, and he flew me out. Gerald Levert is the reason why I'm out here today. He said, come to Soul Train with me. I'm shooting in Los Angeles. Okay. I was moving to New York wow. and be an actress uh, or Los Angeles. And I couldn't decide. And he said, come to LA with me. Uh, and uh, flew out. Um, met him at Soul Train. That was the whole thing that happened with Jack A, everything. I'm telling you, Joe LeBert is a string through a lot of stress right. in my life. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I came out to Los Angeles and, you know, hung out and hung out with his sister. And So Gerald LeBert, you knew that he had feelings for you. He knew that you had feelings for him. Yeah. Y'all both knew that you had feelings for each other. He didn't necessarily. Did you ever officially date Gerald Levert? Like, did, was there a point where y'all just was like everybody knew Kim and Gerald was together? No, I think the family knew. The family, like, they're not even the family. They knew that they didn't know. They knew because when you're an R&B singer, I believe you're lots of women. Yeah, and which is really crazy. He was engaged to a dear friend of mine now. Oh, wow. She was not a friend of mine then. Uh-huh. Uh, she was from Cleveland. I didn't know her, you know. Mm-hmm. And Renee, Renee Fowler. She's my girl. She's oh, WWE. Wow. She in the pop. Wow. Everything. Uh, love her. But I didn't know her then. So wow. I hated her. And, of course. But Gerald was in love with her from high school. That was his girl. Oh. And wow. I remember sitting at the concert. She didn't even know I was behind him like this. Oh! <laughs> I told her that story. She was laughing. We've been over here talking about you. We showed your picture. Andre, tell Andre to come over there. No, we showed the skinny skinny picture. Oh, I should have sent the picture of him on the couch. Remember that picture? No, don't sit in that picture. Tell Andre to sit down and get in the the thing. Hey. Oh, my goodness. Fat face and all. Look at your face. Okay, first, can I first say, Andre, you're talking about training Kim, all that, oh, man. I'm training Andre. We have made a decision. I'm gonna be the trainer, <laughs> cause he needs Andre, it. Is, so this Kim and I, Andre, we are committed to, uh, because you already saw the red jumpsuit that I posted. I got 52 days to to get a body type similar. That girl is 25 years younger than me, but to get my body tight where I don't have to wear a girdle and and be trying to hold in my stomach. That is the body I want. Kim is trying to get it together because she wants her arms she wants to be able to wear sleeveless so i was telling her she needs to lift weights the push-ups the planks so that's her she really wants that's her goal 
just so okay. you know, because she talk a lot of mess and you probably won't even get that from all of the mess she's going to be talking. So that's what she wants to focus on and her ab strength. So we're committed to doing this. Yeah. Um, right. If you're committed, committed I'm committed. April. So show everybody your belly so we can uh, see. No, no, no. Don't, no. Don't, no. Don't, you go. Wait a minute. I'll send the picture. I'll send Chris the picture. I'll no, Kim. Don't do that. Stop emasculating. I'm the of Kim. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> but wait, why is Andre next to me and I can hear him breathing? Why are you breathing so loud? I'm fat. I tell you, between Andre, <laughs> between Andre, yes. you, between you and Chris, Andre, y'all with the breathing, because this is Chris. <laughs> but see, what you don't know, Chris and I talk regularly. He trains MMA and I train. Oh, and we talk about so when we finally meet, we can work out together. There he's go. out of shape and I'm out of shape. So neither one of us want to embarrass ourselves when we meet. <laughs> yeah, this is for Andre. I'm, I'm getting in, in shape for Andre. Yeah. I would like to say, I, I want to say this, Kim, for Andre. Uh, I've been hearing a lot, listeners. I know y'all love Chris and I know you love Andre. Uh, some of you guys have been trying to contact Andre privately through him, and I want to. I want. I've never put out this uh, rule, but we don't fraternize with the clients. So all of y'all ladies who are DMing Chris and DMing Andre, sending him pictures and things of you in in various levels of dress, you need to stop because we don't fraternize with the clients. I have told Chris this. And I've told Andre this. Y'all gonna fool around and get them fired, okay? If what? I see one more picture. <laughs> what? I didn't say this at all. Chris, I'm just I... saying. I obviously didn't sit down and talk to you two about the rules of two funny mamas. But I've seen a couple pictures of some of y'all ladies have sent to Andre as oh, he was okay. drooling over him. I looked over What's his shoulder. I just looked over his shoulder and I said, this looks like two funny mamas listeners. And I was right, because Andre can't lie. Some of y'all sent pictures in various forms of dress, and you know who you are, ladies. This is Please hilarious. Stop. I'm just saying, these are we are all employees, and we are here to serve, but not that kind of service. So I know y'all want to talk to Andre late at night. You want to talk to Chris after dark. You like his little snicker, but this must <laughs> This is this has zero to do, this has zero to do with me. I fraternize with one oh! person. I fraternize with one person. Chris, oh. I know you've been reading these comments. And her name's and her, people, and her name's Kim. You look, these people make the comments. Hey, Chris. Hey, tell Chris I said hey. A, I like I the interaction. The yeah, they can interact. Oh, mm. it's COVID. What else are we supposed to do? When I had to do it almost without you, when you were in Cleveland at your dad's house. I got agita, Kim. I got a lot of anxiety. Stop I using a big word. Just say you got scared. Ajina. Don't nobody know what that means. I got ajina. I got repercussions. I got ukabakalikas. Oh, what no. the heck? First, I said agita. Agita means anxiety. Then just say anxiety. Stop trying to act like you on CNN. That Barbara Walters really did a number on you. <laughs> you, you, uh, you're a graduate of Fisk University. You I am, and I like, I like to talk like I <laughs> like to talk. 
But I, I got a code switch, honey. I know how to switch it up when I need to. If I'm in a business meeting, I know how to talk. No, you don't, because I've been in business meetings with you. Y'all want to know what a business meeting is with Kim Whitley on a Zoom? <laughs> Hi, hi everybody. Oh, Sherry, this is all the executives. It's so nice to meet you and Kim Whitley. We wanted to discuss, wait a minute, hold on. Joshua, Joshua, mm. I'm not playing with you. Anyway, we'll, we'll say it again, what, what, what'd you say? Who, who, who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? Okay, all right, you wanna be, well, well Kim. That was one, that was one. Yeah. Just wanna time. say, we're big fans of you and Sherry Shepard. We said, wait a minute, hold on. stand up sherry i saw a clip of kim on finesse mitchell's podcast with lunell and i or was it russell peters i russell peters I, i've interviewed I've, oh i was gonna say i saw I'm, i know finesse um okay so russell I did, peters I did, finesse, I did finesse's podcast also okay so i saw a clip and sherry when i say i about lost it as an interviewer not as kim's future husband whatever's going on here I almost lost it. I saw her looking down at her phone while Lunell was engaged with the interview. I was just like, I cannot believe this is happening. And Russell Peters, like, if you just want to talk, like, he's he's doing pretty well in the uh, world of comedy. So you'd think he'd get an eye an eye to eye contact interview, and he didn't. This is Kim. When you are interviewing Kim, I just want people who have podcasts and things to know. When you are interviewing Kim, this will be Kim the whole time. So anyway, yeah, I, this is the advice I need to get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing podcast. Yeah, no, no. So anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. Facebook, Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get up? Did you get up? Yeah, she did. She wanted to show off her legs, Kim. Yeah, no, no. I Hold on, let me open up the gate. Who out there? Yeah. <laughs> you deliver the package. Bring the Amazon package and spray it. Okay, yeah. Come. Oh, somebody behind you? No, they got to wash my car. Come on in. Yeah, anyway, oh. I'm doing a podcast. Girl, you got to call me back, though, because I got to do the podcast. <laughs> that they is all right now. Yeah, they interviewed I... me right now. Yeah, okay. what was the question? What was the reader? Yeah, no, no. no, no watch, watch the Finesse Mitchell podcast. Only problem with that, I was sleepy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> So let me show you Kim when she's sleepy doing the interview. This it was would be bad. Kim. It was bad. You know, so when you started comedy, how did you do it when you first started? <laughs> I start rocking, I do. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Oh my God. No, I was talking to Finesse and I was just kind of like, so, um, you know, uh, <laughs> try to act like you're enjoying the conversation. Yeah, I know the move. Oh my gosh, I everybody! Was so tired. It was a great podcast, but I was exhausted. Andre, yeah, 
what is what, is, what are you looking for in a woman? Because we've been trying to describe you. It's very simple. What do you want? Uh, if she's breathing, that that works. It's <laughs> breathing. Uh, <laughs> a, a, a decent job, maybe that that helps. And uh, patience for my BS. And some titties. Oh, definitely. Being around y'all, I used to be a leg man, but y'all didn't got me out of legs and all day. Titties, titties, titties. And thanks for giving us a little picture of that, Sherry. It's been turning to OnlyFans, Jack. <laughs> Where that on the, where right? that to do the comedy show? The, the people gonna buy tickets. Hey, y'all want to see Sherry's titties? Get the tickets at the. Was it called Prince? Well, it's it, I'm gonna rush, 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 rush ticks. Yeah, ticks, <laughs> not tits. No. But she don't do them. She done lost the weight. She, done she lost happy the weight. Hijack. She had woke. She up and she gonna okay. wear everything. She wear everything. <laughs> she come over here. We gotta see less and less clothes. She done got new bras and everything. She got Jack. a bunch of new bras. Yeah. She all taking pictures of herself every day. This is our fight. There, she says she's worried about Andre showing up in the background of a porno. Hey, we're watching you, Sherry. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm a perfectionist. A control freak. Whatever. <laughs> when it comes to business, I'm very, I know what I want and I know how I like it done. The reason why I am not able to do it with other guests, I waited, I bugged Kim Whitley for three years to do this why podcast. I say my whole name? Kim Whitley. Three years I bugged her and Kim was like, I'm busy, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And I waited for her. Everybody said to me, everybody in this industry says, Sherry, it's your idea. You could do it with anybody and you could make this work. And I said, I can't do it with anybody but Kim Whitley. I can't. I Nobody you, understood. I wish, you, I wish you would realize that about a lot of stuff in your life. <laughs> okay, well, I look greasy on this. Look, we're going. So, look, hey, y'all. We are about to do a Facebook Live. Or YouTube live, two funny mamas. Now just view your request. Oh, is that you? Yes, view your request. Yeah. So are you gonna be on the thing the same time I am? We'll go in another room. Crazy I'm so sorry, y'all. Oh hey! Oh, I'm sorry, I done pushed the wrong person. Is that Sherry? Is that Sherry over there next to you? 
The Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, 
experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.